One, two, is on? Well, let me talk to you. A little bit of the bubbly. Party, party, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah! It's not hot! Yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the WrestleGetting Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Heath Matthews, joined always by Derek Money Mun and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland. We're ready to rock and roll another week. We are on that fast lane to WrestleMania. NWA was back in full effect this week. Boys, we are ready to rock and roll, so let's get into it. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm doing well, I'm having a week. Pretty good. <laughs> I'm rock hard, ready to grow. <laughs> gonna rock out with your cock out yep <laughs> all right <laughs> oh man so garrett how are you doing i think kind of got a little shuffle there so. good you're good good yeah, i'm uh I'm a little tipsy been drinking since i got home as we were talking before we started recording so uh got some jack and coke flowing in the nice WrestleGeddon beer mug, uh, which we sent out to friends of the podcast, uh, Phil Gentile and Tommy and DJ over the running podcast, of course, Phil of the Fig Cave. So they got theirs this week, and uh, Tommy and DJ were representing during their podcast, drinking from their WrestleGeddon beer mugs as well. So pretty psyched about nice. that. So check out their YouTube uh, their YouTube page at uh, youtube.com slash podcast. I believe it's running podcast or the running podcast. Um, or you can just search YouTube for running podcasts and you can see their uh, videos of their podcast up on there. Um, we do something similar, but we all got faces for radio and it's, yeah, it's not happening. Yeah, so, we're not as, we're not as beautiful as they are over at the running podcast. <laughs> oh man. So speaking of social media, go ahead and follow us up on Twitter at WrestleGettingPod with one D. Um, Instagram, Instagram at Russell getting pod with two D's and also on Instagram for the underscore collection for some of the toy stuff that we do. Uh, Facebook.com slash Russell getting pod with one D YouTube.com slash for the collection. And if you want to support the show, the best way to do that is pro wrestling tees.com slash Russell getting podcast. Uh, no, sorry. It's Russell. I, good Lord. I think I have our pro wrestling tees or the wrong. Yeah, Russell getting podcasts. Good lord, yeah. man! I'll tell you, I don't know. But yeah, Sometimes support us. Yeah, you know, support us, and we might buy uh, some video cameras so we can do a uh, YouTube. <laughs> 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 you want to see our faces? Buy a shirt. Well, I mean, my face shows up on YouTube with the the toy reviews. If you're, oh yeah, that's right, that's right. for the collection. But yeah, it's it's reluctantly, but <laughs> but buy some buy some of our merch. Um, keep an eye on ProWrestlingTees.com as well because they snuck up on us this week and did a uh, flash sale, 20% off uh, during Dynamite Wednesday night. So that was a little unexpected. So hopefully you guys got some cool shit uh, from other Pro Wrestling Tees stores, your favorite wrestler, favorite podcast. Lots of good stuff there. Um, as you're saying, friends of the show, The Fig Cave, check out Phil's podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast at. Uh, same with the Run-In Podcast. Check them out on YouTube and um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and 
good friend Kenny at the call up. Uh, lots of cool stuff with him going on. Uh, he's got the interview up with Moose. Uh, a couple other interviews up with there. If you want to get into um, collecting ring gear, he's got an interview up with um, a couple people who do some ring gear collecting and give you some tips and tricks on how to get into all that. So that's the big thing there. And one final thing before we jump into the news and announce a little giveaway, a little bit of a giveaway. WrestleMania season, feeling a little, feeling it, feeling WrestleMania like we do every year. Probably feeling TakeOver a little bit more than WrestleMania right now. So I should probably make call this a TakeOver giveaway. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it is WrestleMania yep. season. WrestleMania Without WrestleMania, we wouldn't have the TakeOvers. Uh, we wouldn't have these this big week of wrestling coming up here in a couple of weeks. Um, but this is going to be our biggest giveaway yet. Lots of cool stuff in here. We've got Unrivaled Series 3 Orange Cassidy, a $25 Pro Wrestling Tees gift card, a WrestleGeddon beer mug, and we're also going to give you a guest host spot on the show for a pay-per-view preview or a recap of a pay-per-view. So whichever pay-per-view you want to preview or recap with us, we will get you on the show when we record to do that as well. So that's pretty awesome. Plus, we'll have some more stuff added in there as we'll announce as we get closer. Uh, there will be a pinned tweet up on Twitter. There will be a post on Instagram. And if you're in the Fig Cave Facebook group, there will be a post in there as well. So if you actually uh, follow the instructions on those posts, on all three of those, you can get yourself three entries into this contest. So, and we'll announce the winner of the, uh, the show after WrestleMania. Are we doing, um, like, is it all one contest, or is it, like, separate things for each individual? It will be the, it'll pretty much be the same thing. Okay. Um, basically. We, so people could be shy and not want to actually get on the podcast, you know what I mean? But they might want to yeah. mug. Or... Well, I mean, it's an option if they want to do it. So, like, they don't have to. No. But. Uh, it's, I just wanted to make like this big prize pack type thing, like pretty much like a treasure chest, if you will, of of goodies from the WrestleGeddon podcast to go along with the the pirate theme for WrestleMania again this year. Yeah. So, if you will, treasure chest, if you will. So. <laughs> if you will. <laughs> But basically, all you got to do on those tweets, those posts on Instagram, Twitter, on the Fig Cave group, I'm just going to ask you a question for this year's WrestleMania. Maybe something like, you know, who's going to win? Who do you think? Who do you got for this match? Or, you know, what match are you looking forward to? <laughs> Comment who you think is going to win that match or what match you're looking forward to. Just and you'll be entered into the contest. Pretty, pretty simple stuff. So hopefully we get more than like five people this time. Like what size is uh Sonny's tit? If you have a guess. <laughs> How much is Sonny's OnlyFans? It was like it was like something ridiculous, wasn't it? Like forty five dollars or something. It was like I think it was thirty bucks. Thirty bucks a month. Uh-huh. It was insane. Is she so. still doing it? I don't know. Mm. Honestly. I thought, she was, I thought she was in jail. Wasn't she in jail? Oh, uh, she might be in jail. Sounds about right. So, 
Tamara Sitch OnlyFans. Last seen July 13th, 2020. Oh, yeah, she's been away. <laughs> yep. Yep. That was the last time she was on here for the 514 posts on her OnlyFans page. User uh, is inactive. Wow. So 40.9 thousand likes four fans so there are like four people subscribed to this still probably <laughs> <laughs> i guess they, they, it's probably like um, some old guys that don't know how to like download stuff unsubscribe that's still like <laughs> getting billed 30 bucks a month <laughs> <laughs> fucking fucking jr <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it probably is Jim Ross. He's probably one of those four fans that's that's subscribed to it. Yep, she. Oh God, those boobs could go for days. Looks like she might still be in prison. I don't see anything. July thirteenth, twenty twenty. Three new charges arrested. Yeah, I don't see I don't see anything where she is out of jail yet. So yeah. so yeah, that's probably why your only fan is inactive. Sorry, fellas. <laughs> All right. So there is that. Oh, you guys got anything before we jump into the news? Yeah, I got something. Oh um, something? Yeah, yeah. I'll it's this is probably should have been in the news, uh, but I want to talk about it now. And uh, I just it's something I thought would never happen, but uh, I'm just so excited that the giant Collie is getting inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. A talent that great <laughs> when it comes around once in a lifetime, you know. And I've seen Michael Jordan in his prime, seen Tom Brady. Um, uh, win all the Super Bowls, seen Barry Bonds uh, break the home run home run record, but uh, think nothing compares to you know Jack Colley and uh, what he's done for wrestling. Uh, yeah, I'm glad he made it in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> the great Kali, the only human alive with five points of articulation. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh man! I I don't know. We'll we'll talk a little bit more about that when we get into the news. <laughs> <laughs> that, that should be oh, his Hall of Fame speech. <laughs> Somebody send it to him. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah. Trip if they're like they'd, they'd be like, uh, yeah, here to induct uh, the Jack Holly in the Hall of Fame, the Tennessee Jesus. <laughs> the thing is though he'll probably get up on stage to give his speech and he'll speak like perfect english he's like ah well, like, yes i i you know i i know perfect english uh it'd be like oh, well, the, that's, uh, that's the thing though it'd be like the dave chappelle lord john sketch where he he's like speaks like proper and they're like yeah <laughs> What? <laughs> well, that's what I was saying. Uh, I'm the giant club. Well, that would, it's, if they weren't expanding into India with NXT India or WWE India, whichever one that they're doing, I think it's NXT India. 
like great colleague would not be in the hall of fame though that's like hand that's that's the only reason he's in there this man had what like one world title run that lasted what maybe a month oh i mean for from what I heard, like he had like a better career in Japan, um, but I wasn't interested in him enough uh, in the WWE to want to go look up his he Japan. He killed stuff. a guy in India wrestling. Like he hit a flapjack and killed a guy. <laughs> well, I mean, there's been plenty of people killed. Uh, oh, I know. I'm like, you know, freak things happen, but. I was like, you know, I'm sure his career in India or Japan or whatever was much better than his WWE run. Because, like, that dude could not move. And, like, he pretty much got relegated to a comedy gimmick with with uh, an Italian hornswoggle. So. Yeah. But he did get to make out with Beth Phoenix as she eliminated him from the Royal Rumble. Yeah. So, not many people can say that. Yeah. I mean, he's alive. Right. I mean, I guess you know. Yeah, yeah, he's still alive. Garrett and I saw him a few years ago at that uh, big time wrestling event. Yeah, he took out the man scout. Yep, that's all he did. Came out to the ring, giant chopped the man scout and left. <laughs> Didn't even dance or nothing. Nope. <laughs> all right. So on that note, let's get into the news. Hotline fans, I have got a hotline rumor for you. The number, what's the number? Let me call the number. In the Hulkster's hotline, you may do so by dialing one 945 All right, the news is brought to you by each and every week, Date Nights in a Box. Check out datenightsinabox.cratejoy.com for a one-of-a-kind curated date night theme sent to your doorstep monthly. So if you're going to be stuck in the house during quarantine, why not try Date Nights in a Box to help you plan a one-of-a-kind date night? You can also save some money by using the code BJ's in a box. Yes, that's BJ's as in blowjobs in a box at checkout. Sign up for your subscription subscription today at datenightsinabox.cratejoy.com. And if you want to get twice as many BJ's, um, we won't give you your money back, but, you know, at least you had fun on your date. <laughs> and if all else fails, you can put your dick in the box. Yep. And reuse that box for whatever holiday is coming up next. Was it Easter? Yep, Easter. Yeah. Can't get your wife. Yep, can't just put a, little, put a little grass in there. Put a couple little... Uh, some some eggs Easter eggs. Again, your wife's got herself make a nice your, Make her grab, make your grab down there. Go in there and bite. baby. Welcome to the peep show. This doesn't cost you twenty five cents. It's free. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I love that. All right, so the biggest news coming out of this week, Andrade was finally granted his release uh, pretty much the day after Fastlane um, and does not have a 90-day no-compete clause. So he um, stated on Twitter, I think today or a couple days ago, that he is weighing his options and he's ready to go. So 
Uh, where Andrade lands is going to be a huge benefit to whatever locker room he ends up in. So, yeah, I heard. Uh, did you hear anything about Charlotte Flair trying to get out of her contract? No. Um, I know there is a rumor going around that Andrade's release was mainly due was due to Charlotte and Rick basically saying they were going to set out WrestleMania um, if Andrade wasn't released from his contract. But I don't think that was true. Um, Charlotte had stated that she had tested positive for COVID, and that's why she's been out. Yeah, but, you know, you only have COVID for two weeks if that, like, in her, like, the health that she has. Uh, but they're saying that... Um, I forget what Adrade filed, uh, but he had filed a copyright for his name um, that he's changing to. I forget what it's called. Uh, um, I think he's, he filed copyrights. I know he can use the Andrade name. He can't use Cien or Almost. Um, um, but they. I know he was previously in Mexico. He was uh, La Sombra or El Sombra. Yeah. I know they said that uh, around the same time, him and Charlotte both like filed like uh, Charlotte filed a copyright for Ashley Flair. Uh, okay. So I didn't I didn't know if those rumors were true or not. That I guess everything isn't yeah. well with Charlotte and uh, the um, WWE uh, front office. Could Could you imagine if Charlotte left WWE and ended up in like AEW? Yeah, I and yeah, I mean, if she if she showed up, if her and I know people are gonna hate me for saying this, but if her and Tessa Blanchard showed up in any promotion, Impact, uh, AW, uh, NWA, you know, any one of them you want to name, I think you yeah. know they kind of they will still uh, ratings viewings. Um, so I'm pretty sure Charlotte Park could hold WWE for ransom with like with her next contract. Oh, absolutely. Uh, speaking of Tessa Blanchard, you uh you guys hear that she's been uh, training with uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey? Oh, yes, no. I saw those pictures. So yeah, yeah I saw that picture. Maybe she's going. Maybe she's going to AEW. Well, I don't know. I, I haven't heard. I haven't you heard think anything. Going to AEW? Nah. I think I don't think I think NXT is the better bet for her. What? I know a lot of people well, aren't fully behind Tessa. Um, her attitude sucks. Um, like it's kind of hard to get around like the racist thing and like being a locker room bully. But I think if like I don't know that whole Dude, situation. Hulk, Hulk Hogan is fucking gonna be. You can get around the racist thing. Um, I, I know. I'm talking fans in general and then the the bully the bully thing you know because you know vince is racist anyway so yeah um (laughs) speaking of racist vince (laughs) but uh yeah i think i think i mean if she does sound with wwe i think you i mean you have to have a feud with charlotte i think that's what absolutely Ever since that's a given, yeah. Ever since you know they both um, came into their prime of the career, everybody's kind of wanted that. 
I mean, if not, then pair them together and have them run the women's tag team division yeah. for a little bit. Like I they like they could destroy like the competition in there if done correctly. And then you know, have them split like through a draft and one can run raw, one can run SmackDown. Yeah. So but um yeah, but the piggyback on the Andrade release, uh Zelina Vega actually is being reported that she has signed a short term deal um with an unnamed promotion. Um a lot of people are saying that it's uh, most likely AEW. Now that her uh, no compete clause is up, so we'll see where she ends up as well. I think that's one of the the things that that whole thing with her and the the third party platform, which is just stupid on WWE's part to limit their limit what they do on their free time outside of working for WWE, is just is ridiculous. Especially yeah. when they're classified as independent contractors, like. Um, yeah, but and then I heard really? I heard something too uh, piggybacking off of everything else. Uh, I heard that Britt Baker uh, said that her and Adam Cole wanted to work for the same company. Uh, yeah, but she said she doesn't want to work for WWE. She said yep. she'll never sign with WWE. Uh, if there's a, the price is right, it's like Million Dollar Man. Everybody has their price. Yeah. And I, I thought um I could see Vince dropping you know some bills just for to bring her over just to get that just to get that crappy wrestler on. The I mean, just because you know she's cra- she's crappy like I don't like her, but um just to, just that <laughs> just to have like somebody from AEW cross over to WWE, I think he would overpay someone more than what they were actually worth. Yeah. Yeah, but it looks like Adam Adam Cole just signed a new multi-year deal um, in February of last year. So I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon. No, unless because he's he's been booked in a pretty prominent spot since he's since he debuted for yeah. NXT. I mean, I think what it what it is now is like uh, I think they're just waiting on Vince to retire. To be honest with you, yeah. um, and then I think Adam Cole will probably be the the uh, next WWE guy, like the Cena, the Austin, the Rock, the Triple H, you know. Yeah, and that's that's the biggest issue with Vince is like he's got it predetermined that like these smaller guys can't carry the company. Um, like, yeah, you know. We talk about we compare Moose and Rich Swan, how Moose looks more like a champion than Rich Swan does, but it's not the size of the the wrestler. Like because Rich Swan is a great wrestler, Moose is a great wrestler. It's how they carry themselves. To me, Moose carries himself at as a better champion than Rich Swan does. That that's just you know the way it is, in you know, my opinion. Whereas, you know, Adam Cole can carry himself as a champion. Yeah. He's done it in Ring of Honor. He's done it in NXT. So he just he has that, that charisma and that swagger to be to carry himself as a face of a company and as a champion. Yeah, I mean it's it's the same thing for like Finn Balor. I mean, absolutely. Like, how come he's not the role? Uh, when the, I guess it's not it's the Universal Champion, 
but how come he's not the or WWE champion? My bad. Um, how come he's not the WWE champion? Like on the Raw, you know what I'm saying? Like he's fucking yeah. money, but because he never really got like once he won that Universal title, that match with him and Seth, you know, when he got that injury, we never really got him back in that spot again. Yeah. To like he did, he had that match. He did wrestle Lesnar for the Universal title, but. I mean, that's as far as we got with it. We'll, we never got to see Finn actually have run. his run as Universal Champion. And, if, and who's to say how long that run would have lasted? And, and then so, if, you've seen, if you've seen NXT, you'd see, you know, he's fully fucking capable of doing that. Absolutely. Love Finn. Finn Bala. All right. Oh, uh, what else we got? Uh, so we talked a little bit about Charlotte. The new. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about Charlotte uh, testing positive for COVID. Um, I'm kind of wondering if that's the the reason why Ripley uh, debuted already, because essentially we all thought we were getting Charlotte and Oscar, and that's the way it was going before Charlotte had been off TV. Yeah, I mean, unless Charlotte's dying, like I, I don't see why COVID would have her out for WrestleMania. But yeah, I don't know. Unless I've got other plans for her, but uh, as great, but we're getting Ripley and Asuka. I'm not going to complain about that because that, um, on paper, looks like a phenomenal matchup, and it'll probably actually be one of the better. This will probably be better, in my opinion, than Sasha and Bianca. Yeah, it would definitely be. Yep. And the only women's match that's going to top this is going to be EO and Raquel Gonzalez. Yep. Which, if you think about it, it's essentially the same match. You have an Asian chick versus, like, a huge white chick. Well, Raquel is actually Hispanic, but you, you basically have a small Asian chick taking on, like, a big jack rip chick. So. <laughs> yep. It's essentially the same match. <laughs> uh, but I'm still looking forward to it. Uh, Batista removed himself from the Hall of Fame induction this year uh, due to prior commitments. So that's uh, one less speech we got to sit through for the Hall of Fame ceremony. Oh, he's going in this year? Um, he, yeah, he was supposed to be part of last year's class, mm-hmm. but they're you know they're doing everyone together this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's too bad the Bellas couldn't pull themselves out of their the Hall of Fame ceremony, so we don't have to listen to them. But, I mean, I probably won't watch the Hall of Fame ceremony, no. to be honest with you. I, I normally do. I like the Hall of Fame ceremonies. Like, hearing some of the speeches are pretty cool and seeing some of these some of these people get inducted. Like, I'm looking forward to um, Kane, who was announced as being inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. I mean, he's not Kali. Um, but... I'm really looking for... Yeah, the great Kali. Kane. Kane is not Kali. You like listen to, to them talk in the Hall of Fame? So you tell me you like listening to Hillbilly Jim talk for an hour and a half? <laughs> I was actually entertained by Hillbilly, Hillbilly Jim's speech, which in fact is still going on to this to this day. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm probably gonna be hated for I'm gonna be hated for saying this, but I, I never was a really big Kane fan, Man. and a lot of people weren't. Yeah, but I mean his. His career since he you know redebuted as Kane uh, definitely is is a Hall of Fame worthy career. Well, I mean, I like him better. Than Diesel. To... 
the grill. <laughs> <laughs> I think he should have been inducted as Isaac Yankel, but <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, yeah, he's been uh, like a workhorse for them. I mean, I understand why he's going in. It's just, except for the uh, like Kane X Pac. Um, Thing and then the Brothers of Destruction thing, like uh, other than that, like I just yeah. wasn't. As soon as I find out like Kane was like anywhere near a main event or anything like that, I'm like, eh. Hey, he was Kane was tag team champions with the Hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, so he's got I, I've he's met, got my vote. I've met I've met Kane. He's a very nice guy. Yeah, yeah. He I'm, is super, yeah, I'm not saying he's super like, awesome. Super awesome. Got to sign my Funko. Yeah, I think I've got a signed eight by ten from when we met him at a Mad Monster Party in Charlotte. He's he was really cool, really nice, like like good with the kids. So it was awesome. Though so, wasn't as cool as getting to wear Road Warrior Animal shoulder pads, but it was still pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the Hall of Fame should be pretty interesting this year. But, um, so we go from that to uh, Peacock is removing controversial content uh, from the WWE catalog. Uh, for example, they've taken off Vince using the N word while he's talking to Cena back in like 2005 for one of the pay per views, and they took out Piper's uh, blackface promo. I mean, to be oh, fair, if you off. if you yeah, wanted to take on all of what was on the WWE network, you have to be okay with the racist shit. I mean, in all honesty, if they keep removing stuff, all we're gonna get are documentaries of Cena doing Make a Wish Foundation stuff. I mean, yep. you'd have to take out the classic WWE because, like, all the racial stereotypes that's in there. Um, They're racist, and then. Yeah, you know, the whole attitude era. Then you had the whole attitude era, uh, most of the ruthless aggression era. Um, I'm gonna tell you right now that uh, that DX promo is gone. Oh, is it? <laughs> the DX promo against the nation that's gone if that's not already. <laughs> but I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, I mean, that's the only way to watch the per view is to have Peacock. So I'm sure people will subscribe to it, but. Uh, yeah, I would suggest you know if there's stuff that you like that you enjoyed, uh, probably be best to try finding it on uh, DVD or something. Um, well, this this is my thing though. Peacock's got movies on there that are done by NBC, Universal, or whatever that have just as much inappropriate or you know racially sensitive content that WWE has. So why is WWE stuff getting censored or, you know, that content removed from the programming, but those movies are still up there to watch. Yeah. It's just, it's just one of those things like to me, like I've never been a fan of like censoring anything. Uh, I mean, if you, if you need like a, um, like, uh, like Disney plus does it with like Peter Pan and, uh, some other other more- yeah, but they didn't really censor it though. They put a yeah. disclaimer up saying, "Hey, you know, you know, it was a different time. This is you know, hey, before you watch time, Peter this Pan is how it was." So. And realize, hey, he's stealing children from his families, so the families can never see their children again. Just know 
this is what you're watching. Well, no, the, it's it's more of the 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 red mid song, but uh, <laughs> I know why why is the why is the red red or whatever entered the song. What? Yeah, yeah, that lady in the tramp with the Siamese yeah. cats. Yep. Oh, um, but yeah, I mean, they, I, I think they've they have buried Song of the South. Though. I don't think that will ever come back. But, yeah, that's that's never gonna see the light of day again. But um, um, but yeah, I mean, but, it's today's era. So, well, the thing with that too is like. WWE Network touted that you know their that stuff was uncensored and unedited, but the perfect example of this: Mickey James versus Trish Stratus, WrestleMania 22. Guess what's not in that match? The part where Mickey counters the Stratus faction by sticking her hand in Trish's crotch and then licking her fingers afterwards. Yeah, that is cut out because they flash to they switch to a camera a shot of the crowd. So they were WWE Network was still editing and censoring stuff in there too. Yeah. So I mean, some of it, yeah, like music, like that was a given because WWE doesn't have the rights to use um, Enter Sandman for the Sandman's entrances, so they used like their generic theme that he had in WWE. Same with Tommy Dreamer, Rob like Van they couldn't yeah. use Man in the Box. Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam is Pantera yeah. theme, so. And then even some of even some of the WWE but, teams, know, I think like they lo- lost the copper. You know what I'm saying? Like over time, fuck you. Yeah, you don't even like you know, the, even when we watch Nitro, the Nitro theme's not the original Nitro yeah. theme. So, and the cat don't have the James Brown. Yeah, theme so or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I just I kind of feel bad for the guy for the the group of people that are sitting here at Peacock. Uh, removing all this content from all those hours of WWE stuff. Eh, crazy. <laughs> what would be smart yeah. is WWE Network to just stay up and just hold all this content that we know we want to watch this recent bullshit uncensored and just like have another cheaper price. Well, I'm pretty sure they. That'd be just. The they're dealing Peacock. Well, let them my my biggest thing with this too, my biggest thing with this too is like, I don't feel I should be told what I can watch and what I can't watch. Like. I'm a grown ass adult. If I want to watch, you know, Piper and his promo with Bad News Brown, you know, which Piper has gone on record numerous times about that, saying, you know, it was never meant to be racist or blackface or anything like that. It was just, it was the whole point of the promo was to show that, you know, we're we're the same. Like when it boils down to it, you know, we're human on the inside. We're all the same. We bleed red. We have the same organs, you know, all that stuff. And that's, you know, the whole gist behind Piper's intent with that promo. But because nobody's going to go back and do the research and actually listen to Piper explain, you know, the background behind that promo, things like that, they'd rather just remove it so nobody has, so it doesn't have to see. Are they, like are they taking the yeah. uh, match out of the, what wrestle, was that WrestleMania or SummerSlam? Where he did the, ha- uh, it was he WrestleMania. Did like half, half black, half white. Yeah. I was. WrestleMania wasn't. I think I think it might have been WrestleMania. Was it like WrestleMania? Probably like five, four, five. Uh, WrestleMania six. Uh, I yeah. All right, this stuff will be on YouTube. Like, so if you really yeah. want to watch it, like you can find it. It's yeah. not that it's not that difficult. 
Like I just did a quick Google search and I've got like five different videos for yeah. I, I mean, it's one of those things too. It's like some of the stuff. It's like you probably wouldn't have watched anyways, but yeah. But if they take like fucking like the bird, like you know, stone code flipping birds and shot like that off. Like yeah, I don't. I don't think they'll go that far. I think it's just more like the racially insensitive stuff. Like, like I said, we'll probably lose that DX promo, which is funny as hell. Like, I don't care. Like, just... <laughs> <laughs> all, all I remember is, you know, Ms. Art Henry <laughs> <laughs> and Triple H as the croc going up to, to Ms. Art. He's like, what the people want to know is, how do you get your pecs to go around to your back like that? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I love that promo. Uh that's that's probably one of the best attitude era feuds, the DX versus the nation. But um, so let's get into one final tidbit here I got for news. This week is the um the twenty I'll make sure this is right. Um the twenty year anniversary of the final nitro. Oh really? Yep. This week, actually, I believe it's uh the, actually today to the day. So we're recording on Friday. So this day, 20 years ago. Yeah, 2001, March 26, 2001, 20 years ago, the final edition of WCW Monday Nitro aired. Oh, so there's a little bit of a little bit of tidbit there. So. All right, so that's going to round out the the wrestling news. Figure news this week. Uh, Jeremy Padauer dropped um, AEW Series 6 um, renders. So we finally get to see um, prototype images, or at least digital renders of Unrivaled 6, which was two new figures in the line, Jake Hager, um, Sheeta. Uh, in our group chat, I said as soon as that Sheeta comes up for pre-order, uh, I'm snagging it because that figure looks amazing. Um, Jake Hager, I can live without. Uh, we got a new Jericho, a new Penta, new Phoenix, and the hell was how many Jerichos do they have now? Like AEW figures, like it's Jericho, MJF. Oh, MJF, yeah. Uh, Cheetah, Hager, Hager, Pentagon. and the Lucha Brothers. Yeah, and Phoenix. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jericho has. There was two in series one. You had the regular regular release and the chase. Um, he's got the ringside exclusive. So he's got three. I believe he was released in another line as well. I think well four in series six. I think I think it's four. Wow. Get quite the but uh, Cody's got like eight. Like quite a collection going on there. Yeah, Cody's got like eight figures. Yeah, I figured he probably would. He's got two ringside exclusives. He's got a. uh... Yeah, Cody's got two ringside exclusives because there's a two pack with him and Dustin where they're bloodied. He's got. Um the TNT title exclusive that's coming out later that that's coming out soon. He's got a UK exclusive that comes with a ring. 
He's got his first figure. He's got a chase figure. Then he's got um, a figure in one of the next waves coming out. I think it's four. And I think he's got a chase in that line too. So he's got at least seven figures. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, so AW Series 6 sculpts were shown. Um, Zombie Sailor Toys showed off their Dino Bravo prototype. I know I sent you guys a picture of that. I think that thing looks phenomenal. Looks like that incredible Hulk. So they did a hell of a job. <laughs> <Let's see>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we've got that. And then Cella Toys showed off their uh, Hayabusa prototype as well, which looks amazing. Um, which was a full paint master prototype. So it's got the full um, paint mock-up and everything on there. So it's freaking awesome. Pretty cute. Pretty cute. Trying to see. Uh, I want to see price points on these things when they go up for pre-order. So I don't know. $20. Like, especially the zombie sailor toy. I think they're going to be more than 20 29 Is the, uh, what is the... What was the Nick Aldis for pre-order? It was like 25 Yeah, something like that. And now it's like secondary market. It's got anywhere from like 40 to $70, depending on the version. But, yeah, if they keep them around 25 I could be... I could get in on a few of these because I definitely want the... Uh, the Hawkins and Riders ones and the Hayabusa looks great. And there's a few other ones that are floating around out there, too. But. All right, so that's uh, gonna wrap up the news. So let's go. Uh, let's go bell to bell. Ding, 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 ding. So let's, uh, what do you guys want to start with? Do you want to start with NWA or do you want to start with Fastlane? Get the shit out of the way first. Get the shit out of the way first. The shit. Which one? I think he's talking about Fastlane. I like, I like <laughs> Fastlane. There are some, there are some good matches on here. Like I'm not like the, uh, the Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan match was great. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that match. Uh, Big E versus Apollo was good, yeah. except for the the end was a little confusing. I liked it. I liked it. Um, Rollins and Nakamura, like I was expecting more, but it was still a good match. Mm-hmm. Uh, McIntyre versus Sheamus was good. Mm-hmm. Um, Alexa Bliss, Randy Orton was kind of yeah, like, iffy. It was iffy. Yeah. So. Bliss one hundred four point three from two. Whoa. What the F, man? Yeah, apparently my Alexa just started. Uh, you know why? Because I said Alexa, <laughs> so my Alexa started playing. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, except for the women, the women's tag team match, uh, I thought Fastlane was pretty good. Yeah, that that women's tag match was pretty bad. So. Uh, not as bad as Braun Strowman versus Elias. <laughs> Which was probably like the worst match of the night. Oh yeah, I forget that um, was dude, Elias 
Elias could not catch a break at all. Like you can't pick up a win or anything. And that, that fucking fake unless it's for a twenty four seven title. That fucking fake ass uh Shane McMahon injury. It's like did you really have to fucking fake an injury to get this bullshit at fucking WrestleMania? That's like it wasn't believable. Of it wasn't even yeah. believable. Like one, why are you fucking practicing like before the pay per view in the the ring um, with fucking boxing gloves? You know, like nobody does that. Shane McMahon does that. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I just think this whole thing is this whole story arc between Shane McMahon and Braun Strowman is one of the I'm, I'm going to say it, it's one of the stupidest things that they've done. Like you literally have two grown ass men and you got a grown ass man calling another grown ass man stupid. Like this is the whole basis of the storyline is Shane McMahon calling Strowman stupid. Yeah, it's just a it's a it's a replay, a rehash of the big show, um, Sam McMahon, like, which way did he go? Which way did he, you know? Uh, I mean, they had the thing. Yeah. But I'm like, this is, this is like some, like, this is shit our kids would be doing on the playground. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see this on my TV. Like, really? I mean, they. And then we get stupid train sound effects choo, and slime. Choo, okay. It's like, come choo, on. Next yeah. thing you know, he's gonna start saying, "There's a train coming through," then it's all over. All right, they should have them. Um, Don't give them any they ideas. They should have Brown versus. They should have Brown versus the freight train. I have the freight train. Ready for the freight train? <laughs> oh, you remember, freight, you remember so... freight train for five dollar wrestling? Yeah. <laughs> I said you. I said you that oh, right, man. Gary? I think so. I remember the name. I'm the freight train, five dollar wrestler. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. I'm gonna get you, Vince McMahon. McMahon. <laughs> you and all the truth. Then talking about Kamala Junior. He's like. Versus Kamala Jr. because Kamala ain't got no legs. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? Is <laughs> oh man, freight turn. All right, so quick, quick results for Fastlane. Uh, Matt Riddle defeated Mustafa Ali. That was a good match. Um, on the pre-show, <laughs> uh, we saw uh, Mustafa get kicked out of Retribution. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, Retribution is done and we get Mia Yim back. One can only hope. Either that or maybe uh, um, we had uh, Matt Riddle uh, uh, takes control over Retribution and they come back out in flip flops and fucking tie bash shirts. You know, you know. <laughs> and a Scooby Doo man <laughs> and a dog. <laughs> come on, man! Like I don't know, oh, man. man. Like we're gonna go down to the ring. We're gonna defend the, the United thought States that, championship. They, they, they thought a uh, they thought a razor scooter gang, and they like all come out in razor scooters and start <laughs> circling the ring. <laughs> and then, but then like Slapjack gets kicked out because he has an electric scooter. <laughs> He's not being authentic enough. 
Oh, man. All right. So we had Nia Jax and Shayna retain over Sasha and Bianca. We all knew that was going to happen. Uh, Big E uh, retains over Apollo, uh, which, like we said, it was a weird ending. Like, yeah. they went for the roll up, like schoolboy type small package thing. And, like, Apollo tries to pin Big E, but Big E, like, reverses it, but it's just really weird. Yeah. It was good. Like, you couldn't really it tell was, who. It was good. I liked it. Who, who got the pin on there. But, yeah. I, but Big well, E was ruthless, vicious in that match. Yes. Yes. Um, so from what I, I hear, like, Carl, I hear that you like the finish of that, but you didn't like the finish of another match. We'll talk about later that was similar. So yeah, I need you to. We'll be, talk about it. Yeah. I need mm. you to be more. It's, uh, it's how you it's how you execute it, Gary, and how the match is fun. But okay, but we'll we'll go ahead. <laughs> uh, Strowman defeated Elias. Um, R Truth lost the title to a guy selling deodorant. And then won it back from the guy selling deodorant. Uh, Rollins defeated Nakamura. McIntyre defeated Sheamus. Um, Alexa defeated Randy Orton, which got Randy Orton in trouble with his wife for the way Alexa pinned him. Uh, and, of course, we saw the return of The Fiend burnt to a crisp, looking like the Toxic Crusader. <laughs> toxic toxic, toxic Avenger. Avenger. Have you ever seen that movie? <laughs> the Toxic Avenger coming out. <laughs> you seen that movie, Garrett? I love the Toxic uh, Avenger. Probably not. Google it. See if you can find it. All I know yeah, it's is great. Randy Orton. Trauma films, baby. Had a chance to do what he should have done this week, and he didn't. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, Roman Reigns defeated Daniel Bryan uh, after Jey Uso got involved. Um, some chair shots, edge flipped, and beat down both Roman and Daniel with chairs. Yeah. Uh, Roman, Daniel had that match won. If the ref was up, man, Roman was tapping. Yeah. Well, ref, ref was, so, uh, Edge was the uh, enforcer, so he could have called the match, but they said that ref, well, he was, that he didn't see it. Yeah. So Edge kind of did it. Yeah. Edge was out during that point because that was after he got up. No, um, Edge was up. He took the. Uh, he, hit, he, he was up when he was tapping. Yeah, out. he because he uh, hit. Um, that's when he hit him. Uh, was why he was tapping them out. Oh yeah, yeah, right after. Uh, yeah, right when Roman tapped, that's when uh, Daniel. Yeah, it's because he, he doesn't want to yeah, wrestle. Was... It's because he doesn't want to wrestle Daniel Bryan. He wants to beat the shit out of Roman. Yeah. But yeah, it's kind of a heel move by Edge, which I'm guessing they're going to use Daniel Bryan as the face. Or Roman Reigns is probably going to be faced because people are probably going to be cheering him because he's not very good heel. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, definitely it's going to be a triple threat match. Um, and it was announced during uh SmackDown. Uh, spoilers if you haven't watched SmackDown yet this week, we're we're getting triple threat, which we all saw it coming anyway. Yeah. Um, we knew one of these title matches was going to be a triple threat match. We just didn't know which one though. So, but now we know triple threat. Uh, so that was. Well, Let's move so Brock into Brock Lesnar um, comes back and it comes a fatal four way. Fatal four way. <laughs> and Lesnar wins. Uh, SmackDown Raw uh, last week. I didn't really have anything for SmackDown. Um, Raw, uh, the Orton, Fiend, and Alexa Bliss stuff was probably the most entertaining thing on Raw the entire night. That was the worst part. Um, of Raw. Aside from. It was the best part, dude. <laughs> it was good, man. No. No. Orton should have burned him alive, <laughs> ending the feud. That way I don't have to see another match. 
Where Randy Orton is already did. dead. Why would you not want the fiend at WrestleMania, dude? Uh, no. I I need uh, no. No, we need the fiend versus Roman versus Randy Orton at WrestleMania to erase that shitty Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt match from a few years ago. We need this. No, what we needed was uh, the Fiend versus uh, <laughs> Demon Finn Balor, but oh, that's right. Oh, we didn't get that. We got we got Sister Abigail versus Finn Balor. <laughs> uh, we we're so close to getting that to to Bray Wyatt dressed in drag and face paint. <laughs> oh, I'm glad they got injured. <laughs> that's bad. Um. But yeah, I enjoyed the that end part of I Raw. So, um, the the funniest thing though coming out of Raw was Bobby Lashley trying to hire you know the catering club to take out Drew McIntyre. Yeah, that 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 was like I don't <laughs> that the downside of that to me too was the fucking handicap match with Shelton Benjamin and um uh, uh Alexander. Uh, Alexander Cedric Alexander versus, versus Drew McIntyre. Um, it's like um, they're, they're too good to be weak. It, it just, I don't get the whole like angle with the hurt business not being good. Now Bobby Lashley has to handle everything. Um, he's upset that they're cheating in the match. It's like, come on, like yeah, I just. I don't like what they're doing now with the hurt business. It seems like like you like you said, they can fuck up a wet dream and that's that's what they're doing right now with the hurt business. Oh it's terrible. Yeah. But like really, you think Akira Tozawa and his ninjas are gonna be able to take out Drew McIntyre? Yeah. No. Or Drew Drew Gulak, you know, maybe if he was booked a little more seriously, could possibly be a threat. <laughs> Ricochet, maybe, but no. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's get NXT. I uh, got the tag titles were vacated, and we got a triple threat announced for TakeOver, uh, featuring MSK, the Grizzled Young Veterans, and Legata Del Fantasma. So that's going to be an awesome match up there. Uh, uh, I did not watch NXT. A little bit, like, a couple days ago, uh, Chris didn't remember that Legato Del Fantasma was a tag team. All I, all I think is just factions. It's like the three of them. Like, I keep forgetting that there's, you know. I know. I'm just <laughs> it's all good, though. So it's all good. So. Um, really well, scary, you said Kushida took really on Devlin. On, uh, so. NXT. There was Bronson Reed and LA Knight, which was really good. The main event was Devlin and Kushida. Um, what else? Uh, EO and uh, did um, what's that girl? Uh, they've been wrestling the blonde chick, I can't think of her name. Yeah, the the new it chick, was, it was EO and her I can't remember what her name is either. And, uh, yeah. Dakota, it wasn't bad either. Yeah, that's um, uh, Robert Stonebrand paid off Mercedes to be a tag team yep. partner, and they still lost. Tag team title match. Oh, uh, of course they did. Because it's Ember and Shotzi. Like, come on, man. And then I finally uh, remembered what yeah. what the 
the other match was we couldn't think of for uh, TakeOver that we were thinking about today. It is, uh, and it was actually set on NXT this week, honestly. That's probably why I don't remember. Uh, Walter versus Trumpa. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they set that up last they week. They did, but they like kind of oh, more awesome. confirmed it this week. Oh. Yeah. Cool. All right, so NXT. NXT always has a great show. Like, I don't really... Well, they see too much bad come out of NXT. But. Um, speaking of great wrestling, NWA. Ooh, back for the attack. Uh, Sunday prior to uh, Fastlane. I really enjoyed this pay-per-view. I forgot to watch it. Yeah. I don't know what, I just... I'm sorry. What did you say? I forgot, to, Here, I forgot you know, to watch it. You didn't watch it? Damn it. Yeah. I knew there's always <laughs> wrestling I forget to watch. Oh, well, I, I keep forgetting to do my impact shit, so uh. sorry. There was there wasn't much on impact this week. It was kind of a uh aside from Kenny Omega talking shit to Rich Swan, uh, Myers or uh, Cardona challenging Myers and uh the main event was Carl Anderson versus Eddie Edwards, which Edwards actually picked up the win over Anderson, but like other than that, it wasn't wasn't too much on there, but uh, back for the attack was pretty solid. I enjoyed this. The the fatal four way to kick it off in the beginning. Uh, Slice Boogie defeated Jordan Clearwater, Jack Stain, and Crimson, <coughs> which was a which was a great matchup. Poor Jordan Clearwater, man, he was like outweighed in this entire match. <laughs> Those dudes are big. He's a little short guy. Um, then we saw Tyrus take on Kratos, who is one half of the tag team champions with Aaron Stevens. Uh, this one was probably, out of all of them, this this is probably my least favorite match. Like, Tyrus just didn't look that good to me. Like, he looked like he was just out of shape. Probably is. Well, I mean, when you're sitting on a, a couch, you know, on Fox News debating politics every week, you're gonna you're gonna be a little out of shape. Uh, let's see. We had probably my favorite match of the night: uh, the Pope and Tom Latimer time limit draw. They increased the time limit for the NWA TV title mm-hmm. from six minutes and five seconds to ten minutes and five seconds, and it was um. That match could have gone either way, but there was there was a moment there where uh, Latimer like looked like he was going to win that. So. Interesting. Quite enjoyed that one. Uh, Camille defeated Thunder Rosa to become the new contender to the NWA Women's Championship. So I think we're on a fast track to uh, seeing Camille as NWA Women's Champion. Yep. Um, I think she's going to dethrone Serena Deeb for that title once Serena is. Uh, clear to compete from her injury. Uh, another solid matchup: Trevor Murdoch defeated Chris Adonis to retain the national championship. Yeah. Uh, Adonis, if you're not familiar, is uh, formerly known as Chris Masters of WWE fame. Um, Adonis beat down Murdoch after the match and sent him to the hospital. Yeah, it was so, a good match, though. I enjoyed seeing them wrestle. That was good. I enjoyed. I like that match too. 
Uh, then Aldis defeated Aaron Stevens to retain the NWA championship. The 10 pounds of gold. Sweet Charlotte stays around the waist of Nick Aldis. I, I like this match for what it was. Um, it showed Aaron Stevens in more of a serious. serious light and as an actual competitor instead of, you know, the entertainment side mm-hmm. of it with the different characters. And, um, Aaron Stevens pretty well-rounded. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked a little bit about the finish to this, which was a uh, yeah. I wasn't... Uh, small package type thing. So yeah, kind of similar to the Apollo and uh, Big E matchup, but a little less confusing. <laughs> oh, I didn't watch it, so I wouldn't know. Just... Oh, uh, Carl, you said you didn't like the finish. Yeah, of this I, match. I didn't care for. The, I mean, to me, you should have, they should have finished it with like an actual finisher move. Um, it was this it, it, number one of like the main event, which it like when I'm talking to Garrett about why I liked it in the other match and not this one. It's the main event. The guys had a, a, a fucking a pretty good match. I mean, it was a good long match, but it was pretty good. Uh, they got like, outside the ring a little bit. Um, uh, got back in the ring. Uh, it was going good. I, I just felt like uh, this, like you should have put the icing on the cake and they kind of didn't, it, it kind of fell flat right there at the end. But uh, it, was, yeah. it, was, it was a good match. Like, don't get me wrong, I ain't saying like I hated it or anything like that. I just wish they would have went with like uh, a, uh, a better finish. I mean, yeah, I, I can see I, that. I would, I would, um, I would just kind of mess with you, but I would agree too. Like, for a main event, you shouldn't have a small package as a freaking finish, unless that's your freaking finishing move. You know what I mean? I mean, if it was, if it, if it was, um, you know, uh, a small package driver. If, if you know, what I'm saying, like, if 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 you're gonna have the the, the small package, like, uh, be the mat, you would have to have. Uh, the title, you know what I'm saying? Like, that would have been a surprise. Like, oh, shit, he won right. the fucking, you know what I'm saying? He won the title. But if 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 Aldis is retaining the title, uh, yeah, I think he should hit the finisher, and that would have been, made the match better. I mean, unless you're Colt Cabana. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Papa. I hit that Superman oh, yeah. pin. <laughs> no. Yeah, but overall, I, I enjoyed the pay-per-view. Uh, like I said, it's great having NWA back. Um, through their partnership with Fight TV, five bucks a month for NWA Power, like can't beat that. There's um, like, there's another wrestling organization on there uh, that I meant to check out, but just hadn't had to get time to. Um, uh, I want to say they say that the uh, Headbangers are on there. Um, really? Yeah, the Headbangers are on there, and uh, they, um. I won't say they are tag team champions, or but it's, it, I think it's called like uh, Atomic. I won't say it's like a Atomic something wrestling or something. I forget what it's called. Like okay. Extreme Atomic. I know wrestling. the Headbangers. I know the Headbangers are being advertised for a show WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, in Florida. That's probably that's probably um, wrestling. Um, 
um the former formerly known as the ascension oh okay yeah. wrestling those guys so. what's the i think it's like extreme atomic wrestling or, yeah uh, but it's supposed to be on fight tv the organization okay nice i know you can watch um ring of honor on there too the weekly episodes are free so nice there's a lot of cool stuff on fight so if you're not if you're not using fight to watch some wrestling stuff like you're kind of missing out because there's actually there's a lot of free content on fight um like yeah lots of cool stuff out there um yeah so nwa power uh returned the fall this tuesday uh we had a number one contender match for the television title uh fred rosser uh, formerly known as Darren Young, picked up the win on that one. So he'll be challenging uh, the Pope uh, relatively soon for the, the oh, television yeah. title. So. I'm psyched for that. that. That should be a pretty solid matchup. Uh, a couple other matches on there. Uh, Melina. Melina is back with NWA. Uh, offered her managerial services once again to Thunder Rosa, uh, who did turn her down for now. Um, hopefully we'll... Uh, Get a little bit of that continued story from pre-COVID with Melina and Thunder Rosa. That is a matchup that I would love to see. Um, main event, six-man tag match is a champion's match. Um, of course, Trevor Murdoch was hospitalized, so he was not involved in the matchup. Um, but you had Nick Aldis and Latimer uh, representing Strictly Business with uh, Chris Adonis teaming up against uh, Aaron Stevens, Kratos, and the Pope. Uh, which uh, strictly be business and Adonis picked up the win for that. Is the other guy part of the uh, solid uh, main event? So, it's not uh, shown yet. Look at his name. Um, Isaac Royce yeah, or Royce, Roy- Royce Isaac. Isaac. Um, I didn't. He wasn't on there, so I don't know if he's still with NWA or not. Um, yeah, I. But speaking of uh of Royce. Uh, May Valentine is doing the backstage interview segments. Dude, she is terrible. <laughs> I mean, like that's that's probably the worst part of the show is her doing the interviews. Her voice is so annoying, and it's just like it's it's just bad. Um, do you mean? Do you mean? And on top of that, say the best person, best female person. Who does like anything back backstage wise or like read stuff? I don't know her name, but it's the one that does all the Ring of Honor stuff. She's the best. Oh, you're talking about uh, Quinn? Yeah, is that her? The one with the glasses? Yeah, yeah. She's yep. the she's the I best. love her. She's awesome. She's by far the best. <laughs> uh, let's see. Velvet Sky was on commentary for Power, so she's part of the uh, the commentary team. Uh, my, I love velvet, but the biggest, my biggest complaint with her, she's not vocal enough. Like you can barely hear her over like what's going on in the ring. So she doesn't, she doesn't project her voice very well. She's, it's like, she doesn't really feel the excitement from watching the matches. It's just very flat and kind of monotone. It's like, she's trying to be more professional than like actually approaching it. Like as a, uh, like a commentator or like a fan perspective of, what's going on in the ring. And then um, Taryn Terrell was on commentary for the number one contenders match um, for back for the attack. And all she talked about was going to the gym. Every time she saw Camille, she's like, man, I need to go to the gym more. And 
Taryn Terrell, if you're not familiar, was Tiffany in WWE. Um, she was the general manager for the the bastardized ECW WWE brand. She, she was just bad, though. But those those are probably my only nitpicks with uh, NWA coming back is just that. But all right, so that's that's NWA AEW. Uh, we already talked a little bit about Impact AEW. The main event this week was uh, Darby Allen versus John Silver, uh, which was probably the from what I've been told, so I didn't watch get to watch all of AEW, but that was probably the best part of the show. Um, uh, Silver ended up throwing out his shoulder, but still finished the matchup. Uh, got a lot of high praise on that, so uh, looking forward to what comes of that in the near future. My low point would be the uh, segment with QT Marshall and uh, Cody that was and Cody. so terrible. Yeah. I kind of fast forwarded through that, so I missed a little bit of it. Like, I don't like the, the whole story thing. So I guess they're doing an exhibition match next week, which kind of boggles my mind because Cody's arm is in the sling. So I guess he's going to be magically healed next week for this yeah, exhibition match. Yeah, kind of said the same thing. I was like, really? Which probably won't happen because we'll probably get jumped by Pentagon and we'll just go from there. So. Uh, all right so yeah that's pretty much that's the week in wrestling there's quite a bit there but uh uh next week we're gonna devote a little bit more time to uh the takeover preview since it is two nights so we're gonna kind of look at each match a little more and talk a little more in detail on uh the storylines going up to these matches and you know our thoughts and uh, our picks for those and we'll do the same thing the following week with wrestlemania um so let's get into the vintage throwdown. Our uh, final uh, Women's History Month uh, profile, uh, Bull Nakano. Oh, kind of excited for this one. Bull Nakano, probably one of the first uh, Japanese wrestlers that I remember seeing on WWE TV uh, with her feud with Alundra Blaze and Rockin' Robin. Um, pretty much just dominating uh, WWE's women's division back in the 80s. Was that the 80s or 90s? Early 90s? Uh, 80s 80s into the 90s. She uh, retired in 92. Or no, she still wrestled in 96. Sorry, I didn't go home. 2017. The hell did she retire? Retired in '97. Yeah, but say I was like, I thought I want to say like one of the. I can't remember if it was Summer Slam. Uh, then she made a. Uh, she had one final match at uh, Rise Wrestling's Bellatrix, uh, 26 event, September 15, 2017. Uh, she was a facilitator with cheerleader Melissa and Medusa. Uh, turned heel during her warm. Appearance at Rise Six on December first, attacked her leader Melissa during her match against Kikyo and formed a modified version of her heel faction, Goku Monto, with a uh, Kikyo Dynamite DD and Chris Wolf. Then she became a manager for Chris Wolf in her match against Shotzi Blackheart, who had Medusa in her corner. And then apparently she became a professional golfer in '98. 
All right. Uh, Bull Nakano, uh, championship accomplishments, All Japan Pro Wrestling, AJW champion, junior champion, All Pacific champion, uh, Japan Grand Prix, Tag League with a Dump Matsumoto, uh, CML, CMLL World Women's Champion, uh, WWF Women's Champion one time, won a Slammy Award in 94 for the most devastating wrestler. So, and, uh, Bull Nakano, definitely, uh, if you're not familiar with her work, go back and check her out, um, especially her feuds with um, Alundra Blaze, a.k.a. Medusa. Um, pretty much her entire run in WWE was amazing. Her WWF at the time. So, definitely check that out. All right. So, that is the vintage throwdown. And let's, uh, we're going to go from that. We're going to go ahead and jump into the WrestleGeddon Wrestling Federation. It is pay per view week, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. This is the, uh, the make or break for the voting results. Uh, results so far. Uh, money shot sitting at three this week. I think you you're, get, I think you're you get three votes this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Money shots at three total. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday night special is at two, and heat wave is at four. Wow, That's a lot this uh, week. Four, five, yeah. Six, well, this this is total for the last for three oh, weeks. over three weeks. Yeah, we haven't been getting a lot of votes. So, How many votes do we have this that's, week? That's where we're at. Uh, two. Oh, two. Yeah, two. Both for Heat Wave. Oh, hell. <laughs> it's uh, Chris voting for himself. <laughs> I don't vote for myself because, you know, I find that to be cheating. But, I mean. I don't vote for myself. Yeah, My wife you votes for me. Your wife's account and vote. I mean, <laughs> either way, you're voting for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I sent her the text message. I sent her the link to the Twitter with the uh-huh. poll on there, and she votes for me uh-huh. because my wife loves me. I'm like Garrett's girlfriend yep. who votes That's for Carl's crazy. show. Except she didn't vote for mine this week. I don't know what the hell, what the hell happened. Man. <laughs> Garrett messed up. I think she voted for Heat Wave this week. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going to say maybe Garrett proposed to her. <laughs> but she didn't vote for him either, so she might just be pissed off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But uh, it's it's pretty much anybody's contest still. Like we're still within you know a good one to two of each other. So I mean, Carl, you get like three or four votes, man. You could pull out a victory. Carl's gonna be like, hey, hey, honey, can we'll, we'll, you vote for me? And uh, hey, sister, vote for can my you show. vote for me too? And <laughs> your mom, can you vote for me? Go ahead, dude. My my mom <laughs> and my sister don't have Twitter. Uh, so. <laughs> oh, all right. And then, and then so don't listen to the voting the, results. And then don't listen to the fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the f, man? <laughs> that's all right. My family doesn't listen. Yeah, to no. Me I, asked my, I asked my mom. My sister was like, uh-huh. "Hey, y'all listen to my podcast?" No. Do you have a podcast? Why aren't you listening to it? I don't, I don't watch wrestling no more. 
I was like, all right. You don't need to watch wrestling. We explain everything to you. <laughs> so it's okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, let's get into our pay-per-views. Um, I guess I'll go first this week. So I don't I don't think I've gone first in a while. So we'll get the the long winded stuff out the way. <laughs> All right. And the fire, burning Fans, welcome to Original Sin. We're coming to you live from the Heat Wave Arena here in beautiful Durham, North Carolina. And tonight, the World Championship is on the line as Nikki James and Victoria collide in the main event. Tag team titles are also on the line in a title versus career match as the beautiful people take on number one contenders, Punk Rock Riot. So let's head to the ring for our first of four title matches here tonight. Right, so the falling contest is scheduled for one fall and it's for the Heat Wave Television Championship. Introducing first the challenger from San Juan, Puerto Rico. She is Eva Lise, and her opponent, she is the reigning television champion from Fontana, California. She is the head bitch in charge, Mia Yim. So this is a hard-hitting match between two evenly matched competitors as both struggle to gain the upper hand early on in the matchup. But Mia Yim is able to pull out the victory, hitting protection neck to retain the television championship. All right, match number two, tag team contest is a no-holds-barred, balls-count-anywhere grudge match. Introducing first, the team of Beth Phoenix and Natalia, the Divas of Doom, and their opponents, the team of Nyla Rose and Mandy Rose, they are vicious and delicious. Oh, these two teams have been brawling all over the arena since holiday hell. Nyla and Mandy dominated this match. Early on, thanks to the strength advantage of Nyla Rose, but Beth and Natty were able to take control by using the environment to their advantage as they tossed Nyla off a balcony through two stacked tables, uh, which left Mandy to fend for herself against the Divas of Doom. Uh, Mandy tried to escape um, by trying to hide in the parking garage. Beth and Natty eventually found her, and the Divas of Doom pick up the win after hitting the heart attack on Mandy. <laughs> All right, it's match number three, scheduled for one fall, and it's for the Heat Wave Intercontinental Championship, introducing the challenger from Victoria, British Columbia, Canada, La Huera Loca, Taya Valkyrie, and her opponent. She is the reigning Intercontinental Champion from the graveyards of Tijuana, Mexico, the reigning Intercontinental Champion, which I already put that in there, and I said it twice, Thunder Rosa. <coughs> oh, man. So Taya starts things off with some pretty impressive power moves as she dominated Thunder Rosa. Uh, Rosa was able to mount a comeback, but it was cut short as Taya catches catches her with the road to Valhalla and becomes the new Heat Wave Intercontinental Champion. <laughs> All right, it's match number four. Uh, scheduled for one fall and is a title versus career match. If the challengers fail to win the tag team championships, they will be immediately fired from the Heat Wave roster. Introducing the challengers, Shotzi Blackheart, Ruby Riot. They are the Punk Rock Riots. And their opponents are the reigning tag team champions, Angelina Love, Velvet Sky, Madison Rain, the beautiful people. 
<coughs> Man, all right. So Punk Rock Riot put up a hell of a fight here tonight, um, gaining the advantage early on, but Angelina Love and Velvet Sky wanted it just a little bit more than Shotzi and Ruby and were able to pick up the win after hitting Shotzi with the makeover. Um, the match After the match, uh, Shotzi and Ruby are sitting in the ring nearly in tears as their careers here at Heat Wave have come to an end uh, as the beautiful, beautiful people taunt them from the ramp as they celebrate their victory. <coughs> uh, match number five, scheduled for one fall, introducing first from Providence, Rhode Island, Veda Scott and her opponent, making her Heat Wave debut from the other side of darkness, Luna Vachon. Luna wastes no time in this match and completely destroyed Vita Scott almost as fast as the Ultimate Warrior defeated Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Luna picking up a, an impressive win in her debut here on Heat Wave. Uh, and match number six is our main event, scheduled for one fall, and it's for the Heat Wave World Championship, introducing the challenger from Chicago, Illinois, Victoria, and her opponent, the reigning Heat Wave World Champion from Richmond, Virginia. Mickey James. Uh, of course, these two are no strangers as their paths have crossed on numerous occasions over their careers. Tonight has been no different from their previous epic encounters. Victoria's mean streak showed early on in this match as she tried every dirty trick to win this, to win the title for Mickey. But Mickey ends up getting out of the widow's peak and lands a Mick kick to retain the world title. <laughs> but after the match, lights go out. Come back on. Mickey is laid out in the middle of the ring, and all that is left from the attacker is a bouquet of flowers over the world title. And, folks, that is Original Sin. Cool. <laughs> you go next. You want me to go next? Huh? Uh, no, no, no. I have nothing to do with that. <laughs> you, you'll understand when you hear mine. Yeah, go next. Garrett can't follow that show. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. That's going to help you sleep tonight. Um, I I didn't write any of this down, so this is coming off the top of my head. Uh, But I had these ideas uh, in my mind for a couple weeks now. But the name of my favorite review is actually uh, Slow Lane. Uh, and the uh, video package uh, opening up the pay per view is uh, Paul Abdul's hit and run. And uh, we're starting off with the uh, opening contest, which is a uh, tag team match for the number one contendership. Um, and we're going to see Brian Christopher and Doug Gilbert versus the Steiner brothers. Um, Brian Christopher and Doug Gilbert. Take up the victory. Um, uh, they immediately head backstage. Uh, Ric Flair uh, and uh, Jerry King Lawyer are back in the back arguing. Um, um, and uh, Jerry King Lawyer sees uh, uh, Brian Christopher and Doug Gilbert come back and he asks them what the hell they were doing out there fighting um, for the number one contendership uh, when. You know, the belts are on the line tonight, and uh, 
they have their priorities in the in the wrong spot, give them a little scolding. Uh, the second match is uh, Stone Cold uh, versus Bill Dundee and MJF in a traditional handicap match. Um, Stone Cold picks up the victory after hitting uh, Bill Dundee and MJF with a couple of stunners. Uh, after both of them kind of ignore the um, uh, rules of a traditional uh, handicap match and uh, both try to go in the ring and uh, fight Austin at the same time uh, and get stunned. Uh, the third match is uh, our mud wrestling match. Uh, there's a um, uh, next to the ring, there's a, a big platform of uh, mud. Uh, and we have uh, Rod Van Dam and Kurt Angle wrestling in the mud, getting uh, getting muddy in their speedos. Uh, Kurt Angle looks like he's going to pick up the victory by putting the ankle lock on uh, Rod Van Dam, but Bill Alfonso strips his clothes off, uh, revealing nothing but a uh, thong. Uh, hops on the back of uh, Kurt Angle. Uh, Kurt Angle has to release the ankle lock, and he uh, picks up Bo Alfonso and throws him around in the mud. Um, that gives RVD enough time to recover and hit him with a Van Daminator, taking up the win and winning the uh, first ever uh, uh, mud mud match uh, at Slow Lane. Uh, the fourth fourth match is uh, DDP versus The Rock uh, for the title, the Southeastern United States. Uh, heavyweight championship. Uh, the Rock retains after hitting DDP with the Rock Bottom. Uh, the Rock doesn't need any help from his faction at this point. Uh, the Memphis Mafia didn't get involved. Um, but the next match um, is the tag team title match. Uh, the number one contenders, uh, Straight Lethal, that won uh, last week. Uh, versus Macho Man and Eddie Gilbert. Uh, this match is one hell of a match. Uh, however, th- there comes a predicament where the referee gets knocked out. Uh, out come Brian Christopher and Doug Gilbert uh, with chairs. Um, Straight Lethal, uh, Jay Lethal, and uh, Sam Punk are able to escape the ring uh, as um, uh, Brian Christopher and Doug Gilbert uh jump in with chairs. Um, while uh, Macho Man and Eddie Gilbert's backs are turned, uh, Brian Christopher and Doug Gilbert hit uh, Macho Man and Eddie Gilbert with chairs. Uh, Jay Lethal and CM Punk are kind of like, what the hell? Uh, baffled by what happened. Uh, but, you know, they capitalize, uh, get in and hit their finishing moves and pick up the 1-2-3 and their new tag team champion is straight lethal. Um, and then our final match, uh, the match that everyone's been waiting for is the women's title match, Miss Texas versus Charlotte Flair for the women's heavyweight championship. Well, I don't know if we want to say heavyweight championship with women. They probably wouldn't take that too, uh, too kindly, but <laughs> the women's title, um, uh, and uh, they have a pretty good brawl. Uh, it uh, ends, though, with Miss Texas hitting a powerbomb on Charlotte Flair off the uh, top rope, uh, picking up the win, and she's the new uh, women's champion. Uh, and that's the end of my preview.
Next. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't call it Women's Heavyweight <laughs> Championship. Next. <laughs> <laughs> next, next, next. Was your, uh, yeah. your pay per view called yeah. Slow Lane? That's just what I thought. Did, <laughs> I was like, did you say Slow Lane? Oh, that's great. <laughs> All right. You ready for my pay-per-view? My, my pay-per-view is called Slower Lane. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, my pay-per-view is called All for One. <clears throat> now it's All for One. All for One. All right. The show opens with Keith Lee making his way to the arena. He's asked if he has heard about the change for tonight. He says no. The change is the triple threat match that was scheduled for tonight has now been moved to a fatal four-way ladder match for the money shot title. And also, Keith, you're booked for a match tonight. Lee asks who's his opponent. But before he could answer, Scarlet appears with an hourglass and gives it to Lee. Says his time is up. So my match one is the so-called ladder match between Big E, Randy Orton, Shelton Benjamin, and Chris Jericho for the Money Shot title. Uh, some of the key spots in the match, um, Orton uh, shakes the ladder off when Shelton's at the top trying to grab it and hits an RKO on him. Big E power slams Jericho through the announce table on the outside, and all that's left is Orton and Big E fighting at the top of the ladder for the title. In the end, Orton gets the upper hand and wins the Money Shot title. Match two sees the finals of the tag tournament with Cowboy Shit, James Storm, and uh, Adam Page versus the Golden Lovers, Kota Ibushi, and Kenny Omega. A hellacious match, neither team giving an inch. In the end, though, Kenny Omega hits a V-trigger on James Storm to pick up the victory for his team. We then head backstage where there's a brawl going on. Ripley has taken out both Becky Lynch and Tegan Knox, who are scheduled for the next match to see who would face her at a later date. GM Shane McMahon comes out to tell Ripley that since she couldn't wait to have a one-on-one match with one of them, she'll have to face both of them later tonight. So match three is... The Keith Lee U.S. title match. Lee comes out to the ring waiting for his opponent. Who else should it be but Karrion Cross? Lee is ready for the fight with Cross, but Cross is too much for him to handle as Cross puts the cross jacket on to win the U.S. title. My match four is Rhea Ripley versus Becky Lynch versus Tegan Knox. Becky and Tegan start off by beating down Ripley, taking her out for the time being. Tegan and Becky go one-on-one for a while until Ripley gets back in, and she takes out Knox. But Becky ends up locking in the disarmor to pick up the win and become new women's champion. My match five kind of starts off with the gorgeous gods coming down, talking about how they are so glad they don't have a match tonight 
But the Golden Lovers come down and say if they want a match, they can come take those titles tonight and not wait for a later time. The match is made official backstage. So match five is the Gorgeous God versus the Golden Lovers for the tag team titles. Sammy and Breezy take out Kota Ibushi early and they start wearing down Omega. But Ibushi gets back up, makes a hot tag, and ends up hitting a Golden Star powerbomb on Breeze to pick up the win to give the Golden Lovers the tag titles. And then my match six is the anticipated matchup between Finn Balor and Nick Aldis. Aldis is fired up, taking it to Finn, but Balor gets into it and hits a dropkick and a coup de gras to retain his title. Finn and Aldis shake hands at the end, and Finn celebrates in the ring. But the lights go out, and they come back on, and all that's there is a table with a present on it for Finn. He opens the present up, and all that's in there is a switchblade. The lights go down, and the show ends. So y'all's pay-per-views are basically like fucking Christmas. Everybody gets a present. (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah. Uh, awesome. So, as always, look for the pin tweet um, on Twitter. Uh, generally, put them up on Mondays uh, since the uh, podcast has been dropping on Saturday. So, it gives you a couple days to listen. So, look for that pin tweet to drop Monday. Um, go ahead and vote for which show you thought was the best. This is the final week. Once we tally everything up next week, the loser will be singing some karaoke to open the show. So it is pretty much anybody's contest. They can go either way, depending on how many votes each show gets this week. So we shall see who will be uh, warming up their vocalizers and giving us some sweet, sweet melodies. <clears throat> All right. So that's going to wrap up the show. Uh, theme of the week this week, it's my turn to pick, and we're doing Victoria's Ooh. Impact theme. Uh, ooh, yeah, going to uh, Impact Deep Cuts here. So. That's that's uh, pretty much it. So uh, thank you guys for checking out another edition of the Wrestle Gannon Podcast. And be sure to follow us on social media, like we mentioned at the top of the show. Wrestling Gun and Pod on Twitter with 1D for the underscore collection on Instagram. Wrestling Gun and Pod on Instagram with 2Ds. Facebook.com slash Wrestling Gun and Podcast with 1D. Uh, YouTube.com slash Folder Collection. And support the show. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Wrestling Gun and Podcast with some sweet, sweet t shirts that we got rolling up there. Uh, there was something else I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Look for the, the tweet for the WrestleMania giveaway. Biggest giveaway yet. The, the treasure box, if you will, of goodies coming your way from the from your boys at the WrestleMania podcast. So, on behalf of myself, Chris the Heat Matthews, Garrett G. Money Mun, and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland, 
This has been episode 85 of the Wrestling Get It Podcast. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Later, Marcus. You haven't had the shit real bad unless you had the shit in the Folgers game. (laughs) 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 Nothing like Folgers in your cup. (laughs) 